Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. Listen, I know that I'm a stickler for details. I come from the old school, learn it from my dad, and I know our next guest, Bill Chow's from the old school. I've heard in past places that I've worked that I wasn't that well-liked, because guess what? I held people accountable. And That's also, what I'm guess saying. What? We won. How about that? Details, details, details. Details win. Details lose. Are you winning now? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Good day, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show. We are coming to you out of the uh, bunker here in Western Canada. Dupes. Moose is here with me as usual. How are you doing, Dupes? I'm well. 405 shows now. Yeah. It's getting to be a lot. It is. It's getting to be a lot. You were just pointing out the Dakota Shepley recent Instagram post, the former Rough Rider, now of the San Francisco 49ers. You didn't read what he wrote, did you? You were no. just so in awe of what he was wearing and how he looked. <laughs> I know. Sounds creepy. You know, the reason being... It's National Sweatpants Day today. Oh, he had the roots. Uh, Yeah, okay, I got it now. That was why he was posting the photo there. So uh, welcome inside, everybody. Good afternoon to the Eastern fans and good morning to the Western fans. I hope you're ready to talk sports for the next two hours and have some fun. We got some great guests. Kim Coates will be joining us in moments. Star of Sons of Anarchy, Bad Blood, Bad Boys 2, I believe. I'll have to look that up in his filmography. I think it's Bad Blood 2. And uh, Kelly Rudy, the ageless and peerless Kelly Rudy, will be joining us in hour two from Calgary. And I'm very much looking forward to that. I appreciate those that are chiming in with their comments. Just a reminder, viewer takeover comes in the last segment. This segment is for the Quick Six Show Topics. Please, Jordan, let's hit it. Thank you. As the warm-up is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. Obviously, point number one, the great Warren Woods passing away yesterday at the age of 66 from COVID. It was uh, gutting news, gut-wrenching. Producer Clark has a photo up here. We'll be talking about Woodsy throughout the program today. He is definition of an icon. I'll give a little more of my thoughts in hour two. I'm going to defer to Darren here in a moment. Uh, Clark said he had a few photos of Woodsy that he's going to roll. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. Uh, and Well, listen, you can't talk about Woodsy without a smile on your face. Uh, he's looking down now, hoping that people would have a beer and celebrate him rather than cry. And I know it's tough times for his family, obviously, but um, a, a life well lived there. And it <laughs> It was suggested to us that we bring on some of Woodsy's former co-workers, and I thought, look, I met the guy in 1992. That's 29 years ago. I remember his first day on television on STV because I was in high school watching STV at the farm, and they're like, we've got a new sportscaster here. He's from Ontario, Warren Woods. Warren, welcome to STV. Uh, What made you want to come to Regina? And then from there. Okay, and we were kicking this around before the show with dupes. Um, I said, was he part of your childhood growing up? Because he was not only like through high school, but into the 90s. That's when Woodsy really cut his teeth, him and Ron Rimmer on Sportsline, 11 o'clock at night. It's 11 o'clock, and this is Sportsline. We used to huddle around the television as guys with our buddies, Pat Staff, my rec hockey buddies, whatever, and watch sports line and see who's what's he going to rib tonight? What's what's he going to say tonight? You know what I mean? That was the culture of this sports community 
that era of sportscasters gone. Woodsy was, they don't make him like him anymore. There never will be people like that anymore. So I've got more stories, like I said, I will save until hour two. But I, I'm wearing my Rams bunny hug today in honor of Ram of uh, Woodsy because he was, for off and on, the voice of the Regina Rams for many, many, many years. But uh, I can speak on Warren Woods, I think, as well as anybody because we go back decades. Your thoughts on Woodsy? Yeah, it was just, it's just tough news, right? I mean... I don't know him as well. I didn't know him as well as people that he worked with on a day-to-day basis, but we got to know each other a little bit in the community, and he's one of those guys. There's not many of them that are just so welcoming to somebody new in the community, right. especially in this business where it's so competitive. And I and I said this on social media, like he had no reason to be as nice to me as he was, you know. But we did the curling event back in October just recently, and you know we did separate games, but w- just wanted to spend just. Endless amounts of time to the point where you got to shake him off your leg to go on the air, right? It's like, I got to go do my job, but he just wants to talk about this show. He was so curious about what we were doing with this show. Yep. You know, and so interested, and we couldn't wait to get him in here, you know, which never happened, unfortunately. But uh, so that, and you saw the picture of me and him doing the Canada West football game. I was looking at that, and I posted, and it wasn't until later. I was, I was mad that day when that day started, right? Because I had done Canada West football on television the whole year. He hadn't done a game and then all of a sudden we get to the playoffs and there was an opening and he came in to do the play-by-play call which I kind of thought I might slide in and get to call the game but by the time we got you know past the opening kickoff we just clicked like this and we were having endless laughs and you kind of forget about that stuff and and the last thing I wanted to point out is everybody on social media last night you saw this saying I'm cheering for the Leafs tonight because of Woodsy well I think that's a little premature because if we know him he probably isn't even in the building yet He'd be still socializing with everybody in the lineup on the way in. So the Leafs will win one for him, you know, down the road. Well, uh, he was he was a punchline as a Leafs fan, and he loved it. Yes. And I'm like, here's the Leafs losing again. So Woodsy leafed him. John Kirby's watching in Edmonton. He says, never heard of Woodsy. Hey, John, of course not. You're in Edmonton. But can you please think of somebody about somebody other than yourself for once? He's an icon here. Okay, give us a moment to talk about Warren Woods. And from Nelson Hakowicz, no one covered local sports like Woodsy. Loved in minor hockey when we would get picked for a game of the week. Would always uh, tape the 11 o'clock highlights. So, yeah, an icon gone. Just, a, just an all-around really great guy. Speaking of the Leafs, point two. Leafs, Oilers. Here was my night. As you know, you were in the building here. I was broadcasting another show, the Recovery Hour. So yeah. I watched the first 15 minutes of the game on Sportsnet before jumping in my car and coming to the studio here. And I'll be honest, I saw all the pregame pomp and circumstance and Brian Burke and Elliot Friedman and all of that because I, I do, I like the Sportsnet pregame shows. I love the NA, the NFL pregame shows. Yes, right. I love them more than I like the NHL ones. Oh, yeah. Just we're all getting geeked up and hyped up for the game. Still reminded it's a brutal that there's no crowd at the game. And then honestly, man, they, they dropped the puck, and it just started eye-glazing hockey. I started checking my phone and walking around the house. There was nothing exciting about it. But I will say this. I listened to the game on the way up, the start, you know, part of the first period, and then the very end of the game and the postgame with Joe Bone, Bonesy. Yeah. And there, by the way, is the mark of a great broadcaster that they also don't make anymore, that he can make a crappy game sound exciting. That's Joe Bone. 
right? Because it was oh, yeah. a crappy game. And he, well, the Oilers obviously won 3-1 with an empty net goal. But Bonesy said that he, something along the lines of, and you Leaf fans watching, maybe you heard it. This is a ragtag game or a mishmash game, something like that, which you know what he meant. Oh, yeah. Wasn't a good game. It was bad. It was the worst game I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and not just this season. Like, it was it was sloppy. It was just perimeter play. Um, there was no shots. There was no great scoring chances. The goals were all bad. I mean, you look at the goals. Toronto scored on themselves to open the scoring. And then Cassian had the puck in a stick. He would strip. But Austin Matthews scored from the goal line. Bad goal. And then a power play that Edmonton can't get their power play going at all. And they could barely keep the puck in the zone, but managed to get it together for about 2.5 seconds to get a shot in that scores. And they end up with a power play goal and then the empty net goal. It was just, it was a bad game. They play each other three more times in the span of like a week to 10 days coming up here. So I hope it gets a lot better because it was billed as it was supposed to be the game of the year to date. Right, it was supposed to be this wonderful <laughs> yeah. Matthews versus McDavid. It was far from that. Yeah, well, the one thing they were talking a lot about, Dave Tippett wanting the orders to play defense and clamp down. And you know what that reminded me of? Speaking of the 90s and Woodsy, it reminded me of the 90s New Jersey Devils that you could not watch them. It was gross. Yeah. But they won Stanley Cups that way. And I'm not saying the orders are going to win any Stanley Cups. But I thought asking... Connor McDavid to play defense is like secretariat pulling a beer wagon. You know, like the Budweiser Clydesdale. That's not my line. I think it's it's at least Don Cherry's. He probably stole it from somebody, too. But not allowing Connor McDavid to go is a crime. Oh, yeah. But they won. So they're not making any apologies. It worked. Yeah. You know, probably loosen the reins on him a little bit. Keep everybody else clamped down. I don't know, but... Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough night for everybody. Producer Clark says, loved watching the 11 p.m. global sports broadcast to watch some junior hockey highlights, some local sports, and all that stuff with my dad. Good times. He will be missed. There's no doubt from Producer Clark. Uh, Steven Lentzos, good friend of ours, says, on the other hand, game of the year so far was Habs Canucks. That's point three. You're reading my mind, Steph. Now, I was watching the Golden Knights, okay? Canada's team. So I did not put it on Montreal-Vancouver, but I did see the notifications going off. Bing, bing, bing. Goals like crazy in that game. Tyler Toffoli, a uh, hat trick for Montreal in a losing cause. Seemed wild. I don't know if you caught any of that game at all. Just a bit, yeah. You did? And I just, what I've been hearing out of Vancouver is this unbelievable, unreal amount of pressure on the Canucks. And so I want them to win because I remember Travis Green from his WHL time. We were in the league at the same time. And I just I want him to do well. Jim Benning, whatever. You know, but I did for Vancouver, I want them to do well. So yeah. I was hoping for, for them to beat Montreal. The one thing I did see last night, somebody tweeted, the Canadi- Canadians are fun to watch. I feel they've always been fun to watch. Whether they win or not is another story, but they've always been fun to watch. Carey Price is fun to watch. They go at it again tonight, by the way. Yeah. But 6-5 in a shootout, you know, the NHL is just thanking the hockey gods that this happened. Oh, yeah. And it's it's so great for the game. And sometimes that's what you get when you get a good matchup like that. I think the concern, I think, is with Quinn Hughes and with Elias Pettersson um, being so cold to start the year. But that means Brock Besser's playing better, you know, and there's others on Vancouver that are starting to play a lot better. 
Um, it is. It was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to watch it again. From our viewers, I love you all chiming in today. Mark Zosel says, watching the Orders Leafs was like watching a rec hockey game. No crowd, no atmosphere. Chad Cavers says, McDavid playing defense is as confusing as 99 sitting on the bench in a shootout. Colin in Ottawa made a point. I don't know if he can put it up on the screen. It was regarding, he said, did you see Spezza miss the net? So Jason Spezza. And I'm sorry. Uh, I know guys that have coached him. They tell me he's kind of like Odie the dog. Do you know what I mean? Just a great kid. <laughs> Love having lights, him around. Lights are on. Nobody's home. And you got an empty net right there to tie the game and you miss. Like, I mean, four by six. So, yeah. And there it is. He goes, I felt sorry for Spezza. From what I understand, he's a great guy. I don't think you're winning anything with him. But anyways... Moving on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. This is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Point four here in the warm-up, the NFC Conference Championships this weekend. I feel like we could have talked about the NFL all week long because it's so darn exciting. Uh, the poll question today is, which quarterback matchup are you looking forward to the most this weekend? In the uh, NFC, it's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. And in the AFC, it's Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes. I got to think... I'm a Brady guy, so I voted for that matchup, and it looks like most of you are too. 68% saying Rogers Brady. Although the column appears on our website right now, rodpeterson.com, from Mike Stackhouse, said he's pulling for Rogers to prove that he's not washed up. And I'm like, what about the other gray beard on the other side of the field? Right? If you're cheering for Rogers for that, you got to be cheering for Brady. It's a far better story than Aaron Rodgers, is it not? Well, my first thought is. Where's the narrative that Rodgers is washed up? Like who's who's shouting from the you know the rooftops that Rodgers is washed up because it doesn't feel like nobody's saying that. No, MVP they just, year, MVP year, just finished first in the conference. Um, just yeah, he continues to get better and better and better, um, and he's found a real connection with Matt Lafleur and with Devonte Adams, the best connection in football. I'm most looking forward to that. That's going to be the most fun for me: Rodgers versus Brady. I do think at the end of the day, Allen versus versus Mahomes, that Chiefs-Bills game, is probably going to be a better game. I think that's going to be a really, really good game. I think the the Bucks-Packers game, either way, has a chance to get out of hand. I don't see it being a shootout, unfortunately. Uh, Jamie Nugabar writes in the voice of the Notre Dame Hounds. Uh, he says, don't you mean Henny versus Allen? Come on, Nugsy, watch SportsCenter. Patrick Mahomes is starting for the Chiefs here on Sunday. It's a doubleheader Sunday, by the way. I think I'd rather have one game on each day, but the NFL didn't consult me. Yeah. For whatever reason. Uh, get, point your, get your can of chili yeah, out. Yeah, point five I had. What else is there? And then I realized there are a few other things. The uh, UFC, Conor McGregor is fighting Saturday night. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, CFL. The uh, draft rankings came out, and we'll be talking about that later on today and more in depth tomorrow on a Flame Tech Football Friday. But the question is, would you draft Chuba Hubbard? That would be a great poll question today. The star from Oklahoma State, who's from Edmonton, would you draft him? Because if you, if you drafted Chase Claypool last year, you would have just been wasting a pick. He's never coming to the CFL. Can the same be said for Chuba Hubbard? I don't know, but that's that's a question. Our first guest yeah. logged in, so I'm going to speed this up. Uh, and by the way, you have thoughts on that, I can tell. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll get back to it. Uh, and point six, six National Hockey League games tonight, including Winnipeg at Ottawa. And I saw people waking up in Winnipeg today and tweeting and Facebooking, happy Jets game day. 
They're excited there, That's and good. they should be. All these Canadian games are very exciting on a daily basis, and it's Montreal at Vancouver again. So, viewer takeover coming up a little later on. When we come back, it's our good friend, Kim Coates. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. We got Moose DuPont here. We got all of the world out there. And we're very excited to bring in Kim Coates today. I'm I'm looking at his Wikipedia here right now. You all know proud Saskatoon guy. But uh, Tig Traeger, of course, from Sons of Anarchy. The list is too long. We only got two hours, Kim. Prison Break, Cold <laughs> Case, uh, CSI, CSI Miami, The Last Boy Scout. I love, love, love that movie in the old uh, L.A. Memorial Coliseum. How you doing, buddy? Rod, you're, you're killing it. You're, you're, you're out of control now. I mean, that incredible opening while I listen to you. Look at your football helmets now. Look at behind you. Like, no, no, seriously, you're killing it. I'm so happy for you, bro. I'm so glad it's going so well. Your show is, is, is just amazing. Thank you, man. I appreciate it so much. And I, I'm glad you started with football, by the way. Before we get into whatever you'd like to discuss today, because normally you're like a team of horses. I just let him go. <laughs> I, I told you, Darren said, I bet you in high school, Kim was a bookworm and kind of kept to himself. I'm like, no. I met a guy. Bookworm. Yeah. Oh, hey, just wait. Book- From Nutana High yeah. School, he says you were the quarterback <laughs> of the team and you were a stud. Tell me about your high school days. Oh, uh, Nutana Collegiate Double Blue. I mean, I think we had 525 kids who went there, Rod. We were the smallest school in the city. City Park was the next one at about 650 people. Uh, but Evan Hardy was huge. Um, I, I love, I love my high school years, bro. I, I played every sport imagined, and, and, you know, that I could, I did play football, a lot of hockey. Uh, when I realized I couldn't make the NHL, I thought, well, okay, I better go to school, university. <laughs> and you know the story, you know what happens yes. in there at all. It all worked out. I totally do. But when did the light go on that you looked in the mirror and said, I kind of look like a scary, creepy gangster <laughs> and I could make a career of this very well. When did that moment happen? Well, Rod, I got to tell you, I do look like a scary, creepy gangster this morning. I mean, I worked till two o'clock in the morning. Do you know I'm in Regina? Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted that said or not. I, yeah, I, I'd heard. You, you, you can, Rod, because I'm getting out of the Queen City tomorrow. So you're, you're, <laughs> you're, I can, I can, I can fend off all my peeps today one last day. But I'm in Regina, brother, and I got to tell you, it's just so nice to be home. It, it, it's so nice. I mean, what a crazy world we're living in, Rod. I mean. You know, uh, we're we're doing pretty good up here in Canada compared to the states. By the way, yesterday I was uh, when I got off set at two o'clock in the morning. I watched the entire inauguration, and I, I uh, I'm still crying this morning. I'm so happy. I, I can't even. I can breathe now. We can all breathe now in the states. Thank you very much. So I'm looking forward to going back home to that. Um, I'm in Regina shooting a movie here. Uh, Karma Films, Andrea Hoffman, and on Ramaya Kelly Ballin. They got this incredible script called, well, for well, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you what it's called because we might be changing the title. But uh, Agam Darshi, this beautiful, incredibly talented gal, Canadian-American, lives in Vancouver, L.A. She offered me this part that I couldn't say no to. It's a, uh, it's a comedy. It's a dra- drama, too. Dramedy, really. 
And uh, we've just been having a blast. I, I forgot how dry Saskatchewan is. Like, look at look at my forehead, Rod. Oh, like, no. How, how are you on? dealing with it? What are you de- doing for it? Little cream, you know, a <laughs> lot of water, Rod. You know, look at your skin, Rod. You got better lighting than I do. I mean, I, I got, you know, I'm still on my goddamn iPhone. I've got to get better, you know, technological stuff around me, Rod. I need better people. I need I think better it's, people. Where's Clark? I think it's Have absolutely... I think it's fine, but uh, you would like the story. I went into Shoppers, what, a month ago, and I asked the girl if she had any foundation makeup, and she said, <laughs> I said, I have a show. She goes, are you dressing in drag? <laughs> that was that's a good part for you rod don't fight that don't fight no that. hey i was i was all i leaned into it as they say but listen your fans are going to be tremendously yeah. excited of course because you're everybody's asking about a third season of bad blood and i'll ask you if that's coming down the pipe but at least we're gonna have a movie with you in it do we have a release date at all no um it'll probably be the fall this is one of those incredibly delicious indies that We'll go to the film circuit first. We're going to do the film festivals first. And if we do this right, if we actually do this right, and we've got a, a real chance. This, the cast is amazing. Uh, it'll, it'll be, you'll, you might see this sometime in the fall, maybe, you know, November, December, 2021, certainly this year mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, oh, well, that's uh, news. That's breaking news. Can we send that? It's announced here today <laughs> that uh, this year we'll have the latest works from Kim Coates. But you know, you're one of many folks, friends of mine that have American homes, and they're all saying, I miss my home in the States. Rich Sutter just said it yesterday of the famous Sutter brothers, because he's been watching yeah. Yellowstone and he's missing his home in Montana. It's not quite California. Yeah. But Kim, it's been a gong show in California. That's the one. Th- Are you almost worried about getting down there when you go from a coronavirus standpoint? Well, it, it, it has been a gong show. And it's the epicenter now. L.A. County is the epicenter now of what they're they're not doing correctly. Um, I'm not worried, Rod. I, I when I travel, I've done three movies and a TV show this year, all in Canada. Um, I'm super safe. I'm, I'm I'm super doing it the right way. I get Corona. I get tested twice a week um, when when we're working. It's an essential service. Thank goodness for that. We're all doing it the right way. Shields, masks, the whole deal. I, I'm not worried, but I am. I am. Uh, I, I do want the vaccines to rapid fire for all of us, like now. I hope that picks up. And when I get to L.A., it's it's because I've got a pretty pretty big shoot there. It's called Action Royale. It's a movie for Snapchat that uh, has been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And now they're finally doing it, as my showrunner says, come hell or high water. So I've got to get home, Rod. I've got to get home. I've got to get tested before I leave. I've got to be negative, which I will be. I've got to get my my limo driver to pick me up and take me to my house. I got a quarantine for ten days. I haven't been to my house in eleven months now. Uh, neighbors have been really good taking care of it for me. Uh, my daughter Brenna is actually down there now. She's uh, she's she's killing it in the acting business. Brenna is so. You know what? It's a it's a crazy world, but you know us Saskatchewan boys, we uh, we stick together and we stay safe and we do it the right way. I, I'd like to say, and uh, I am looking forward to seeing my my motorcycles and my muscle car and, and everything else that goes along with LA. And I'm sure they're looking forward to seeing you. I did have a question. Producer Clark's got some questions for you. The viewers do, but I got one. Sure. Who is the guy or gal that you hang out with? that's just a pal that people would just be, <gasps> what a star. <laughs> you know what my I mean? Mom. My, yeah, my I mean, mom. My mom. Of course. Joyce Coates, you know, 
John in Gormley, L- you know. Gormley. Okay, in <laughs> L.A., in L.A. You know, my best pal in L.A. is Bill Fickner. Bill Fickner's on Mum right now. He's in the wheelchair with uh, John oh, Laney. What a great – I didn't know his he's, name. He's, Love that show. Yeah, Will, William Fickner. He's my boy. We, we met on Black Hawk Down. We're, we're kind of attached at the hip now. We did this movie called Cold Brook a few years ago. Look it up, peeps. Um, check it out. It's – it's a sweet, sweet movie, and, and we did it together. He co-wrote it, directed it. I starred in it. He starred in it. I produced it. I mean, it was just a, a labor of love for the two of us to, to act in something that we would normally never be cast as. We were, we're like uh, janitors that work for this college. We've got kids. And we run into a stranger in our small town. It's all about doing the right thing. Are you going to do the right thing? And uh, it gets a little bit scary and freaky and Really good movie, Cold Brook. So, Bill Fickner, Ewan McGregor, I see all the time. I see uh, Eric Bana, my boy from Australia. He's got wow. a brand new movie that just opened in Australia called The Dry. We're attached at the hip. I mean, there you go. Uh, Matt Craven, great Canadian actor. I-, I love Matt so much. He's my buddy, my BFF. So, <laughs> you know, there's not enough of me to go around, Rod, like you. You know what I mean? You just got to <laughs> give a little bit of yourself and see where it sticks. You wish there were more of you. But look, it's funny when you rattle off these names. I, it, they yeah. wouldn't have meant anything to me except for Eric Bana. What was his Netflix show that was so creepy? He was the stalker. He was the narcissist. I just watched yeah. it. Yeah, I, John, John, something, something, John. I Dirty can't John. I was so, Dirty John. Like that, Dirty John. Based yeah. on a podcast, Rod. Yeah, we could do Dirty Rod next. Maybe I'll play you. <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> Those days oh, are over. My, my, my mind is just flooding, by the way, because with Mom, hey. it's a show about recovery, right? Bonnie's in recovery, and her daughter. I'm in recovery. Yeah. Coming up on six years. I got a million questions about Bill and who wrote that storyline and so forth. Yeah, so that's that's amazing, man. I'm glad I asked that question. Can I can I ask you a question, Rob? Before we get back to me, sure. This is so important. This is so important to me. I gotta know. What's going on with the CFL? If I get, I mean, people, no, I'm, I, I wear a mask all day long. I'm like this, right? Only yep. people who know my eyes and my voice recognize me. It's kind of a, a good thing for me. No more selfies. It's kind of amazing. But if I get asked one more time, Cozy, what's going on with the CFL? What's going on with the riders? I got to know. You know everything. You and Clark know everything. Please tell me and your listeners if, what's happening. Well, for one, you text me anytime you have my number. It doesn't feel like it's changing every day. What it is, man, is that they will play. I'm going out on a limb. I'm going to say they're oh, playing because they have to yeah, play. Man. Right. But there won't be crowds. So it's like, let's just get used to there not being f- fans in that beautiful facility at the start of the year and, and just praying that at some point we open the doors. But you can tell them they're playing. Rod said so. So, again, and you know everything, Rod. I'm just your, I'm just your, you know, your, 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 your avid listener, but don't we need fans in the stands? Like, this isn't the NFL. This isn't even the NHL and their bubbles that have TV contracts everywhere. Don't we need fans? I mean. Well, you, you understand you're picking a small scab here because, not of me, but they're taking such drastic pay cuts. Right, the okay. players are. That's what the news is across the CFL right now. Even our beloved okay. Cody Fajardo's taking a pay cut, so the salaries aren't what they were. So they're trying to raise some. Look at the NHL's playing with. They've sold helmet stickers, ads. Right, they've named the divisions: yeah. the Honda Division, the Scotia Division. That's how they're raising revenue. And I just expect the CFL is going to do the same thing. Okay, well, I, I look forward to seeing you and, and Clark and and everybody else that's involved with the Riders at some point this summer because I'll be back a couple more times, man. Oh, good. Well, at some point, there will be a crowd. I just don't think from the start. Good. 
um, to to business topics. Uh, and thanks for asking, by the way. Uh, Clark says Kim's in a new show with Kevin James coming out soon. Star of Hitch, Paul Blart. Yeah. He said, can he talk about that project? Yeah. Yeah, I did one show, Kevin James. Um, he's just, uh, he's a funny boy. He's hysterically funny. <laughs> he's got a brand new show. It's based on NASCAR. You guys would like to know. Yep. It's called The Crew. We filmed it way back in January before I went to Slovakia to do this big vampire thing. And it was just a one-off. It was a one week. We had a live audience. It was packed. Everyone kept screaming my name, Tig, Tig. <laughs> and Kevin had to go, calm down, peeps, calm down. You know, let's get through this scene and that scene. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a sitcom live audience thing, but it's quite unbelievable, really. It's like doing a live play. Um, I had a lot of fun, and I play a real dickhead who owns <laughs> a team who, who doesn't want to own the team anymore, and, he, and, and he's best friends with Kevin, and all he wants to do is drink and shoot deer and, and eat meat. Uh, so... <laughs> It was fun. I can't wait to see it. It, it opens in February on Netflix, but uh, just one show for me. I uh, I just wanted to guest star for him because he's such a good friend of mine. Well, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that is. I've been uh, in David Letterman's crowd, and that was something, but not a sitcom. That's yeah, on my go. bucket yeah, list. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Same idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, great question from Connor Anderson in Yorkton. He's watching. He says, what was Mr. Coates' favorite role to play? That's a good one. You know... You know, you know this about me, Rod. I, I don't have favorites. I am just a really lucky, hardworking mofo from Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah. And it's all worked out for me, you know? I, I From all the movies I've done, Bad Blood, which I co-produced and starred in, we won all those Canadian Screen Awards for, and a huge hit on Netflix. Um, to me being here in Regina in this little beautiful indie film, I'm just so... And I went back on stage a couple of years ago in a play called Jerusalem. We won, I won Best Actor, Best Play, Best Director. I did it with my, Bretta, my, my daughter, Brenna. Uh, she came right from Broadway to start with her dad. That's a, that's a bucket list thing that I can check off now. I, I don't have favorites. I'm just really lucky that I'm so old now that I get to say no a lot. And the ones I say yes to are for a reason because they're either beautifully written or it's a beautiful role or I, I want to work with this director or I get to come home to Saskatchewan and see my mom for four days and stay at the James Hotel and keep the mask on and my mom will go, oh, just give me a hug. I go, no, mom. <laughs> oh, just give me a hug. I want no, you to mom. live. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, not happening, Ma. Uh, well, I'll tell you um, what I appreciate about that is with this show. So I just want to be on the air. People don't understand. Why aren't you going after that job? That, I just want to be on the, I just want to have fun. That's where we, I think we have the kinship yeah. there, right? We just want to entertain. Yeah. We just want to, but the people also know they put Kim Coates in the show. It's going to be a grand slam. Well, that's that's nice. what, right. And, and, uh, and Rod, Rod, can I talk about one more thing real quick here? Yeah. Uh, it's just so important to talk. The Pegasus project with uh, Lori Leach and, and Vaughn Wyant in Saskatoon were raising all this money for Stars Ambulance. We unfortunately lost a pilot last week, uh, Mikey, the Duke, and I got to meet him and, and hang with him for a day. And my heart goes out to his whole family. And, uh, it, you know, we're in crazy times now. Sad times, exciting times. It, it all, it's all in one basket. But the Pegasus Project, I'll be coming back to Saskatchewan, Rod. And this is where I'm going to see you and the boys this summer. We're, we're going to be touring Saskatchewan with this incredible 1968 Ford Coupe. Uh, 427 is going to have over 500 horsepower. We're going to sell it at Barrett Jackson. We're going to raise about 500 grand for that thing for all for Stars Ambulance. And we're going to tour this car 
to some Ford dealerships who have just been unbelievably sponsoring us and helping us raise all this money for stars. I'll be coming back uh, May, June, July, here and there to take this beautiful car and, and the awareness that Stars Ambulance uh, needs because of what they do for us and our communities. So uh, I'm a bit of an ambassador for Pegasus, and I'm, I'm happy to do this. Uh, it, it means the world to me. And guys like you and your show and us as Saskatchewanites, we need to stick together with this because we are so generous. We do give back. You know that. No one does, does it better than, than we do in Saskatchewan. So get ready to see this mug a, f- a few more times this summer and late spring. I, I, look I can't to wait. I can't wait. And for those that don't know, outside the province watching Stars Air Am- Ambulance is exactly what it sounds like, Stars Air Ambulance. And Kim, I don't know yeah. what we did before we had it. You know, it's been several years now, but it's, what it did is we literally... Do? No, hey? Rod, what did we do? How did we get to those communities? How did we get to the north and the south and the, the car crashes and these unpleasant events that we need service like that? How did we do it? I don't know how we ever did it. No, no I, a, a lot of people died, I think, is the answer to that. We didn't do yeah. it. Unfortunately. Right? It's, it's saving lives and it is expensive. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to throw whatever we can behind that, whatever you need. Good. And uh, there was a Thank question you. Who is your favorite hockey player? Who was it growing up and who is it now? Because you worked on the film with George LaRock, right? Hard not to love Georgie. Who's your favorite hey, hockey how's player? He, how, how's, how's he doing? How's He's George good. doing? He's doing He's good, good now, right? Yeah. We, we, we texted when he had COVID and stuff, and I, 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 love, I love the guy so much. He's just an amazing human being. Forget about how great he was at throwing the Dukes and scoring yeah. <laughs> in, in the NHL. But George is good? Good. Uh, look, my, my favorite hockey player has been Gordie Howe. You know, when, 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 you're, when you pop out of your mama in Saskatchewan in 1958, like I did, you're, you're either going to be a Habs fan or a Leafs fan, it, it, it seemed back then. And I was in grade three, I think, and my dad was a huge Lee fan, and I, w- I was in grade three, and I came home one day, and I had heard at school that Gordie Howe was born in Floral, Saskatchewan, just right by my house, and I lived by the exhibition back then. And my dad goes, we'll get in the car, we get in this black Etzel, we drive out to Floral, we see Gordie's house, where his parents live, and I've been a Red Wing fan ever since, man. I mean, wow, I've been, I've been lucky to skate at the Joe with Chris Draper, and Played, played some shinny with the boys two years ago before they closed the Joe down. They flew me and put me up, and Eisenman's my boy. I mean, I'm, I'm just a real Red Wing fan, but I'm a hockey fan. And, and honestly, to see this Canadian division, Rod, it's the greatest thing ever. I, <laughs> it's, I, it's the greatest the, thing no, ever. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Every day now, when I wake up tonight, I'm, I know they're playing. There, there's going to be a Canadian hockey game with Canadian teams that just, it just, it's the greatest thing. I just, I'm just loving it. Yeah, me too. And then now there's talk of it staying past this year. There's a real movement for that to happen, which nobody thought would ever happen. So, Kim, uh, thanks so much. We love you. As you know, I can't thank you enough for reaching out. Uh, good luck with the rest of the project. And uh, stay safe. And good luck getting home and getting back to work down there. Thanks for all that, Rod. And I will do so. And I'll say hi to the, the crew today when I get to, to get to work and i'm out of here tomorrow morning like i said and take care of the queen city brother much love to you and clark and keep hitting it out of the park i'm really proud of you boys thank you man thank you andrea hoffman andrea see you buddy andrea hoffman by the way good friend too that he said he's working on that movie with so please say hey to andrea well there you go darnell theros watching from rockstar supply chain solutions in saskatoon says kim's a quality guy go wings and I got to wonder if that's why Darnell's a Wings fan, too, because he's a Saskatoon guy. Because of Kim. 
Or Gordy Howe. Or Gordy Howe. No, no, no. It's definitely because of Kim Cox. I could have gone longer. Uh, It's interesting when we had that informal poll of who's Saskatchewan's toughest NHL player ever. And we did kind of settle on uh, Clark Gillies. The tough guys settled on Clark Gillies. But most everybody, the underlying thing was that it was Gordy Howe. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Did you, I just learned this too. The Gordie Howe hat trick, the famed hockey phrase, yep. a fight and assist and a fight. A goal, oh, sorry, a, a goal and assist and a fight. fight. Yeah, he only had it twice in his whole career. I know. <laughs> did you? That's, maybe you told me that. That's what's amazing is that he he re- rarely did it, but it was yeah. all things that he did. He had a lot of penalty minutes, a lot, a lot of, of goals, assists, a lot yeah. of assists. But amazing. in the same game, yeah, it didn't happen often. Well, this is uh, off to a great start. Oh yeah, I love it. Great work, Clark. We'll be right back with the RP Show you're watching on Game Plus TV, Facebook Live, live daily on YouTube, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Darren's wheels are turning, and that's not a good thing. (laughs) Sure it is. (laughs) It is a good thing, and I'm actually going to tell him what you said in a second. Let's do it. i got to get my uh, U of R Rams logo out. I'm wearing this in honor of Woodsy today. The longtime voice of the Regina Rams. <clears throat> Sports update, Bo Horvat scored twice in regulation, then added the shootout winner to give the Vancouver Canucks a 6-5 victory over the Montreal Canadiens. Tyler Toffoli had a hat trick for Montreal. I'm just thinking of what Kim Coach just said. The Canadian division is just so awesome. Oh, yeah. It has to stay forever. Why did it take COVID for us to figure this out? A mouth-watering matchup featuring some of hockey's most gifted players fell far short of expectations at Scotiabank Arena. Leon Dreisaitl scored the winner on a third-period power play as Edmonton defeated the Maple Leafs 3-1 on a night where the offense dried up. The shorthanded Miami Heat beat Toronto 111-102 at Amelie Arena to end the Raptors' three-game win streak. Fred Van Vliet had 24 points and nine assists to top the Raptors. Kyrie Irving returned from his personal pause to score 37 in his first game with Kevin Durant and James Harden, but the new-look star-studded Brooklyn Nets struggled and fell 147-135 in double overtime to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the BC Lions have signed offensive lineman Joel Figueroa to a contract extension. The six-foot-six, 320-pound Figueroa started 34 games with the Lions over the past two seasons and was named the team's top lineman in both. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, Regina's newest entertainment destination right in the heart of the Dudney Strip, open daily at 4 p.m. and for lunch on Fridays. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I like that Jeff in Winnipeg has written in with the point I wanted to make. Jeff says, man, Rod's nights are just rolling. Complaint to TSN Sports Center again. Why you make me wait so damn long to get to the Golden Knights highlights? You're making me go to the Golden Knights Twitter feed for the highlights. So stop booking Jermaine Franklin and those guys. Start booking the producers of the show so yeah. we can get right so to the source. we can ask them. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, so the Golden Knights are 4-0 for the first time ever. Yeah. Don't at me. But with these 9 o'clock central face-offs, I'm not, I'm not staying up. And they had their way with the Arizona Coyotes last night. They were not even challenged. I'm like, I'm going to bed. The one thing that struck me last night was that Marc-Andre Fleury is just so magnificent. Just in his style. As a former goaltender, I, I appreciate those things. Do you notice those things? Ish, not as much yeah. as you do. Well, just because Miko 
Watson and sliding here, sliding there, all over the spinning around. It's funny. He's, right, yeah. He's doing that, and he's wearing number 19. It's like a player had to go in, and it looks like the result, right, is there, too, sometimes with Koskinen, and you end up thinking that. So it's, uh, it's funny. You get my point. I do. Um, so, yeah, 4-0 for the first time ever. <clears throat> what else do we have here? William May writes in, which I don't believe is his real name, but I'll allow it. He said, I had no idea that Kim Coates was born in Saskatoon. Love learning something every day. That's what we do here. We educate. And since we're just shooting the fat, as my wife would say, chewing the bull, you, you think that we could blossom this relationship with Kim Coates into something real fun. Oh, yeah. Funner than even what it is now. No, at some point, well, two things. One, um, he did meet Clark, but I think he thinks I'm Clark. <laughs> no. <That's, laughs> one. Um, but two, at some point, we're going to, you know, the relationships, I mean, it's, it's been a relationship for a while that you've had, but uh, we got to get him into the studio. We're going to have to go down and see him. Potentially, we do a sports trip somewhere where he wants to meet us or, you know, in a warm location or whatever. But eventually, we got to figure out what it's going to take for us to appear in one of his movies. At some point, we have to figure out what strings do we have to pull. Like, I'll be, I'll be an extra. I'll be a limo driver on a movie or I'll be some, you know, we'll be some characters with no scenes. But uh, we need to appear in a Kim Coates film that is now on the bucket list. Well, you are... Um Likening this to uh, Adam Sandler, Dan Patrick. It just kind of, yeah, it hit me after a while. I'm like, the relationship is kind of the same. And it's, yeah. it's in the realm of something that might be possible. But uh, I'm going to be very patient with it. But it's now on the bucket list. As we roll, I'm just going to read some comments here. Uh, William Mace says, I'd love to go to Vegas and watch a hockey game and football game. It's on my bucket list. Join the club, Mr. May. That might be our next sports trip. And I think, uh, personally, I'm a fan of South Florida. But hard to go wrong with Vegas, too. Yeah. Very hard to go wrong with Vegas. But I just, with the CFL, unless I've completely misread it, we've got enough contacts with them, and we've had conference calls with the league office, as you've been on. Now I was talking with a guy with a team yesterday, and he goes, why is it so quiet? Why do we not know anything? And I'm... I've thought about this around and around and around to the point where I'm a corkscrew into the ground. I don't even have an opinion anymore. I don't even know what's up or down. Do you know what I mean? I think about it too much. But it's like, here's a guy, Kim Coates, a super fan, an international superstar of stage and screen, and he would just like to know, are you playing or are you not? And it's January 21st right now. The season's five months away. Training camp, four months away? Does the CFL realize these big stars want to know what they're doing and they should probably say, this is not a criticism, CFL. I'm just saying that they must know this. Oh, yeah. What are you laughing at? <laughs> it's the relationship that we have with the league, right? We love them. So it's kind of like, like, uh, like you're talking to your wife or your spouse. Look, I'm not mad, okay? But let's yeah. address this issue. That's we have kind to of talk about this. But we have to talk about this. I'm not mad. This is not a fight, okay? But it's kind of like, look at everybody wants to know. Right? People want to know what's going on so they can start making plans. Right? I mean, otherwise, you're going to be left in the dust. And 
when you do drop your season or announce you're going to play, will have committed elsewhere. Everybody will have committed elsewhere. Their interests will be somewhere else. And then they'll say, well, maybe I'll catch you next year. You know, and you're left with, with no excitement. So it's important to keep those open I just, lines. I just, I, I, the CFL is a really big deal. They know that they're a really big deal. But it's, again, you've got Kim Coates here going, what's going on? He could be your ambassador, but if he doesn't know anything, he can't be. That's That's kind of what I'm saying. That's right. Uh, We got people talking about CFL news. Let's come back with a CFL report after this break. What do you say? I'm in. Cool. And viewer takeover as well. It's our Thursday morning coffee get-together. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, Facebook and Twitter, YouTube Live, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Boy, this is exciting. James Robert Henderson watching in uh, Manitoba says, I really hope Line A is ready tonight, but I'm not holding my breath. Do we have a Patrick Line A update? I just assumed he was not playing. I'm going to look. Are you going to look it up? I... We're at a point now where that is TSN notification worthy. Yes. Clark's got it. What do you got? He's not skating this morning. No. James, and great work, Clark, on that. Yeah, Brent Wallace said that too. Um, (laughs) William May says, one thing about no news on the CFL is making the fans start to make up fake news, and that could be a bad thing with the league. That's the risk that the CFL runs by not providing an update. Yeah. And that's the one thing is we're going to sit here and talk about the CFL every single day, whether they like it or not. I would think they'd like it. They, would use, they used to like it, but I don't know how or why they do things anymore. We talked about this the other day. I don't believe I changed. Maybe I did. The Daily CFL Report, and we've already got some nibbles on people that want to sponsor it. Oh, yeah. Right? Better hurry. We're not going to announce. Yeah, you better. Hey, it's going to the highest bidder. Better hurry. On cue, the Daily CFL Report. Iowa offensive lineman Alaric Jackson remains the number one prospect for the 2021 CFL draft. According to the CFL Scouting Bureau, the six foot six, three hundred twenty pound product of Windsor, Ontario, was ranked number one in the first list released in October. Josh Palmer of Brampton, Ontario, a receiver at Tennessee, moved up two spots to number two ahead of Chuba Hubbard of Sherwood Park, Alberta. Hubbard wasn't initially ranked because he was still a junior at Oklahoma State, but has since declared for the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Calgary's Amen Ogbong Bamiga, a linebacker at Oklahoma State. How about the closed captioner next hour? <laughs> Please read that. Three Sorry. Sorry. Amen Ogbong Bamiga. <laughs> Exclamation I, I point actually, star. I know. <laughs> I got it right. Um, what about him? A linebacker at Oklahoma State fell two spots to number four ahead of Jevin Holland of Coquitlam, B.C., a junior defensive back at Oregon. I mentioned the Joel Figueroa, Figueroa signing in BC. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders signed wide receiver Jordan Williams Lambert to a one year contract extension. Williams Lambert was named the West Division's most outstanding rookie in 2018. 
James Robert Henderson says, that's why I love you, Rod. Much love from Manitoba. We have repaired that bridge. Alberta, working on it. From Dallas Federchuk from Phoenix Group. Hopefully your sponsorship isn't from an energy company, Roddy. I'm tweeting that. uh, Actually, we... It might be. We accept sponsorship from all, capital letters, energy companies. Put a photo with it. And a smiley face. What photo should I put? Maybe a GIF? We'll find one in the break. Um, yeah. Did Open stop arms? Stop it. Okay. All right. Kelly Rudy next hour. Let's update the poll question. Kim Coach just texted me, by the way. Not a big deal. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Watch your toes. I'm dropping some names here. Which quarterback matchup are you most looking forward to this weekend? That's our poll for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Brady Rogers or Alan Mahomes? And the correct answer is leading. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, 66% on Twitter. And I'm not quite sure what was up there on uh, Facebook, but they, they were leading. <laughs> Dallas says perfect. We accept sponsorship from all oil and gas and energy companies. Is that what you're tweeting? Yeah. What's left for time? 16, 15 seconds? Okay, cool. Kelly Rudy next hour and more of all of this. Stick around, everybody. We'll see you after the break on Game Plus TV or right here on your favorite digital platform. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.